let's just say after the morning that I have had, Movantic should be the sponsor of this podcast. At what point do we accept that we've lost all dignity with this illness? Now, you know, the pharmacy messed up my medication. Now, I'm not happy with this pharmacy, and I have to check and see what the law is. But once you complain about a pharmacy, they can refuse to fill your prescriptions anymore and say that you're a problem. So you're at their mercy, and I don't like the way they treat me with my pain medication. You know, you got it at 437 on the 6th, and you can pick it up no more than so many days. Just when I was calling to ask if they had it in, they were treating me like I was a drug addict. So not real thrilled about it. Then they went ahead and filled my prescription, but didn't have my prescription, so that when my prescription went to another store, they couldn't fill it because it looked like I had already gotten it. So I had to call them and ask them to take it out of their system. It just doesn't seem right. So my Movantic, when I picked it up yesterday, the 25th, it said the 17th that it was filled. It was not. I called it in and asked for it on the 16th. So whatever they did, they sat there and and filed it through insurance, but they didn't have it in the store, and I sure as heck didn't get it until eight days later. So that was six days, pretty much seven days without my Movantic. Well, let's just say I was beginning to think that maybe the Movantic wasn't working. Well, let's just say now I can tell you for sure that stuff works, along with Miralax Daily. Oh my goodness, I got it yesterday. So I go ahead and I'm like, well, I haven't had it in in seven days. Let me go ahead and take one. So I took one in the afternoon. So my husband and I, because I was so thrilled. I was so proud of myself. I was dressed. I was ready to go do something when my husband came home and, you know, go get a lampshade and return the milk that wasn't sealed to the store and, you know, stuff like that. Little duties, little errands, but still I was out of bed. So I was thrilled to high heavens that that's what we were going to do. So we go ahead, we take Bubby Wyland, my son, take Bubby to, to, to work and drop him off. And we've got three hours. So we go ahead and we go to the store and my husband doesn't want me walking in to return the milk and all that to, you know, because it just adds extra walking that I might not be able to do later. So he goes ahead and takes care of that. And I'm waiting in the truck and my stomach starts to bother me a little bit. Now, right now I'm lying down and I'm trying to keep myself in proper posture and man, it's a fight. It's a fight, but we're getting there. So I'm in the truck and I'm like, why is my stomach bothering me? And I'm like, okay, well, it's not a big deal. And then we go, he wants to make a stop at another store before we get to go to the lampshade to Lowe's to go get a lampshade. And I said, I'm fine, no problem. And as I'm sitting out there waiting in the truck, I'm like, I need to go in there and use their restroom. But no, I'm okay. I can wait. I'd rather wait till I get home. I'm fine. This is no big deal. I was I was bedridden for more than a year. I'm used to being endless pillow. I can lie straight for 10 to 14 hours and not move. I, I'm good. 
I'm good. That's what I kept telling myself. Well, then as my husband exits the store, he starts talking and he mentions himself about having an upset stomach earlier. Well, then I proceed to tell him that I think I'm going to have an accident and it's not going to be pretty and that I'm not feeling so good. I'm breaking out into a horrible sweat by this moment. And I guess he didn't hear me because he starts going to Lowe's because we're going to go do the lampshade and he's just having the Sunday drive of his life and it's not Sunday. And he's talking about what's on the radio because what's on the radio is is a talk show about football or something. He's now getting into talk sports radio, so he's listening to everything. Whether he watches a sport or not, he can tell you anything about it. Baseball, football, the Stanley Cup, and all of that. So we're driving down the back roads, and I'm just trying my best to hold it in 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 every way that I possibly can. And I'm thinking, this is just getting horrible. I never in my life ever thought I'd have to wear a diaper until I had this illness. But this is just not feeling good. And I'm I'm breaking out again in a sweat and then it goes away and then I'm okay for a second. And then we're driving and He's going a little bit slower, and I'm just going, oh my gosh, will he ever get to the store? I just need this to happen, and we're, we're, we're just feet away from the store. We're a stoplight away from the store, and he's like, what's wrong with you? And I said, I told you, I think I'm going to, I said, I, I have to use the restroom, and I won't use the words that I use, but I was very blunt. And he said, well, I didn't know that. I just thought you had, you know, I, I'll go into Burger King. I said, I don't want to stop and go into a restaurant. I don't, I just want to go home. I said, but I want to get to the store. I'll be fine. He goes, no, we're going home. I'm like, no, no, get to the store. You've gone this far. I can just go. So we get to the store. He, I mean, it was a fight. Go home, go to the store. I'm like, you better go to the store because I've ridden in the truck for the past 10 minutes, breaking out in a sweat, not thinking I was going to make it. We're going to the store. We're a stoplight away from the store. There's no way in the world our marriage will last if you don't go to the store. So we go to the store. He pulls in, and it was at that moment that I thought, can I make it to the back of the store? And I looked at him, and I said, I can't wait till we get home. I've got to go. I've just got to go. So I quickly get to the back of the store. I'm walking down the aisle. I go down one aisle and you get get me lost in this fake kitchen they've got at Lowe's and I have to turn around and pop out and go down another aisle. I'm bobbing and weaving, but I make it. And there's nobody in the restroom, so that makes me even doubly excited. So I get in there and do my business. I wash my hands thoroughly. And then I let the air dryer because it's heat. And I love feeling the heat because it was no longer sweating. And I had the air blowing on me. And oh, it feels so good. And then sometimes you can turn the air up and have it blow your hair back. And so you feel like you're like a, a fashion model for a minute. So I had the air blowing in my hair. And I'm just sitting there going, oh, I feel so much better. And 
I'm pretending that I'm on a beach somewhere and the wind is blowing. And then somebody else walks in the restroom and ruins my, my mood. So then I leave. So we go out and get a lampshade and all that. We come home and, and I'm, I'm doing pretty good, figuring, okay, good to go. And then something happens to my neck. Well, I figured it out. I cannot do standing exercises, how minimal they may be. I cannot do them. We already figured that out when I was at Pilates with Mary Jane, that I cannot do standing pull-down exercises, but I cannot do that turtle exercise while standing. It's just not possible because it puts my neck in all different areas and I just have no control over it. So I had to have my neck collar on. And I'm finishing the evening and everything is going pretty well. I'm in minimal pain, but everything is good to go. Go to sleep, wake up for the next morning. I've got PT. And I'm all excited about going to PT because I've got to find out if my pelvis has stayed in alignment. Have I been a good girl? And I wake up in the morning. My husband has to leave for work early, so I'm going to take Wyland to school. And I take my Mavantic and everything because I'm used to the Mavantic, right? I mean, last night was just a fluke, not a big deal. So I take my Mavantic, my collagen Miralax water, and good to go. I take Wyland to school, and I said, well, I've got enough time. I'm going to go straight to physical therapy and wait, you know, 30 minutes Till they open rather than come back home and use the gas and come. There's just no point. And excite Emma and let her think we're going to lie down for a little bit just for me to get up and leave 10 minutes later. So I'm heading to physical therapy and then all of a sudden it hits me yet again. So I have to turn around and run back to the house and I do so. And I make it. Now, my neighbor, who has since retired, you know, pretty much since I started this this episode. Now, he retired a while back. He's sitting on the front porch drinking his coffee. He's watched me leave, and now he's watched me come back. And I run into the house, and everything goes just fine. Now, on the way home, my left front tire pops up saying, it needs a little bit of air. So I go ahead and I'm like, I've got to stop and fill it with air because I'm anal about things like that. If the needle in my gas tank drops below full and if my air thing and my tires pops up saying we're a little low, I instantly, I have to get those things fixed. So I finished. I said, now I'm going to head to physical therapy, but I'm going to stop and go get air in my tire. So this is at the gas station that's right there at the edge of the opening of where we live. So I go in and I'm getting air in my tires. And you know, it costs $2 to get air. And I only needed it in one. So I was able to flip the switch and switch it to vacuum. And I've got my neck collar on because I can't keep my neck stable. And I'm vacuuming the front of my truck because I've got... (laughs) A few more, you know, uh, a little bit more time left in the air, which switches over to vacuum. I'm going to, you know, I'm cheap. I'm going to get every little bit I can. So just as I'm sucking up the last little bit of dirt, it hits me again. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm in such misery. I've got to go back home. 
Luckily, I'm right by the house, but I'm going to be late to PT. So I put the nozzle thing back up. I rush back to the house. Now, as I'm driving up the hill, I don't have the time to back into my driving space, which is something that I could not do at first. But once I mastered it, that's all I can do. But today I had to drive forward into my parking space. So I drove, I drove, <laughs> I drove forward. I drove forward. I pull up in the parking space. My neighbor is watching me yet again. I already left and I've come back second time this morning within a 30-minute period. I rush into the house. I barely made it. And I'm there for a little bit longer than I expected. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I just want to crawl on the bed. I just feel miserable, but I've got to get to PT. I've got to see how my pelvis is going. And my neck is, you know, still messing up. And I'm breaking out in a sweat here and there. And then you got the neck collar on and you're just feeling nasty. And you're looking at yourself going, where did the, where did all the time go? Look at me. And well, there's, Emma, Emma must have gotten into some catnip because she's running back and forth. So it's time for me to leave. I finally am able to leave the house. I get into the truck. I'm backing down. Now, I normally drive forward down the hill, but right now I'm backing down the hill. Something that my body does not allow me to do. So I run over the solar lights that are on the side of the driveway. I hit the first one and I'm like, oh no, I know something's wrong. I have a backup camera, everything. I can't do it. My body doesn't handle change. I do not handle things well. So as I'm backing up, I'm like, okay, hold on, regroup. Don't ruin anymore. You've only got two spares left because you've already run over two. And... I regroup and I'm able to back out of the driveway with with only one collateral damage of one solar light. So my neighbor, you know, sees me leave, waves again, and I'm off. Just as soon as I push the gas pedal to leave my neighborhood, I get a text from Wyland. Could you bring my yearbook to school? His school is on the way to physical therapy and would be on the way home from physical therapy. But I did not have the yearbook. And I looked at the clock and I said, I have to be in physical therapy in four minutes. And I'm 14 minutes away and I can't turn around and go get the yearbook. And I said, you'll have to wait till after PT. And he said, okay. And I'm thinking... I have an upset stomach, thank you, Williamsburg Drug, on Jamestown Road, and I've got to get to physical therapy, and when I came home after physical therapy, I was planning on just lying down for a few minutes so I could get up and do what I needed to do, but now I've got to go home and get the yearbook and head back out, and oh well, I'll worry about that when it happens. So I get to physical therapy. Luckily, I was only six minutes late. That was the power of going like 80 miles per hour to get there. I get there. She sees me in the neck collar, and I explain the situation about 
I, I think the standing exercise doing the turtle is messing me up. She goes, we're going to do it a different way. She goes, we're going to, you're going to start doing it sitting down. She goes, it's, if you know, you know, your body, you're messing up your neck. We're going to do it a different way. She goes, because you've got to be able to strengthen your neck, but it's, it's going to, it needs to be slow and methodical. We got to make it work. So she puts me down on heat and I have short sleeves on. So I put my jacket over me because I know I'm going to be cold and I'm lying there and I'm hoping that my stomach is done for the morning and I'm lying there. My feet are up. And I have my eyes closed and I'm working on my breathing. And then I hear somebody snoring. And I start laughing. My gosh, Emma, what are you doing? Oh, well, <laughs> I thought somebody was breaking in the house. They might be, but she's running back and forth. I have no earthly idea what she's doing. And I start giggling a little bit because somebody's snoring. And then I just go back to my breathing. And I'm breathing in and I'm breathing out. And I'm feeling like, okay, my stomach's better and I feel warm. And then I hear that snoring again. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe somebody's sitting there snoring like that. I can't believe they're letting them do that. How embarrassing. And I go back to inhaling and exhaling. And then I don't know where the time goes. But a little bit later, Cindy comes in to let me up and she's just giggling and I'm looking and I'm thinking, oh no, did I have an accident? Have I, you know, am I going to have to go to diapers? Is there a big issue happening here? Come to find out the snorer was me. I was snoring and I didn't know I was snoring. I never snore, never, ever snore. But it was as horrible. I mean, it was horrible. And I was laughing. So how was I snoring and laughing at this person? Was I dreaming it? I do not know. But I was so embarrassed. So embarrassed. And I just realized at that point, I have lost all dignity with this illness. You know, I barely had much when I started. I definitely have near to nothing now. And I just, I, <laughs> I can't believe. I was like, well, I guess that's good. It took my mind off of my stomach. So I guess that's a good thing. So we proceed with my physical therapy appointment as if that wasn't me. That was doing that horrible snoring the whole time. Luckily, because I've done nothing but the exercises that I'm supposed to do, no lifting, no vacuuming, no dusting, my pelvis was in alignment. It was pretty good, but my right hip was in a flare. It's starting to come forward a little bit, and then I've got the issue with my neck, and I can't do a simple standing exercise, breathe in and let all the air out and curve out my back while standing. I think it's, you know, because of the kinesthesia, we just have no ability to know where our neck is, you know, trying to hold it in proper posture while you're trying to keep your pelvis in, in proper posture. It's, it's kind of difficult. 
but I have noticed that I'm I'm going on the uptick there that my pelvis stayed in alignment my right hip was in a flare because my left side is pulling the right side my left side isn't quite strong enough so just like I don't adapt to change well, hence the broken solar light in the driveway. And evidently my body, you know, with the Movantic, which I can speak highly for, I didn't know that it worked instantaneously if you haven't had it for a while. I don't remember this happening when I first started taking it. So, yes, Movantic seems to work. You can put your pelvis into alignment. Now, again, not the medical doctor here, just from the patient's perspective, but you know your body. You know your body better than most people. So if your pelvis tends to like pull to one side during the day, I learned this little tick. This little tick? No, it's not a tick. I learned a trick. To do this little thing, a little hack, a little trick. I, I don't know. I was putting words together. But what you do is you lie down flat on your back. And you take, you just alternate your legs is what you do. And you bend your right leg and you reach it over. You You, you take a deep breath in and as you exhale out, you bring your right leg over your left, and then you lower it back down. And then you inhale and bring your left leg over your right, and then you bring it back down. And you alternate doing that a couple of times, about 10 times, and that self-aligns your pelvis. Now, if you've got fascia holding it out of place, if it's like, actually out of place i don't think this will work but this is if your pelvis is already in alignment and throughout the day if you start realizing that you start getting that pain in your pelvis and you know what i'm talking about it's you know from maybe leaning too far to one side it's what happens with our bodies because of that kinesthesia issue right if you just do this, just bending your knee and pulling the foot over the other knee, that's all you're doing, bringing it back to you, that realigns your pelvis and it keeps the side that normally starts, put it this way, the side that doesn't hurt is usually the side that's flaring. So the side that's hurting is the side that's not flaring. So that makes sense, right? You went to side. So if you do these little exercises, it will calm down the flare, which will then stop whichever side is more dominant for you from taking over. Didn't cost you a thing, now did it? Just a little bit of time to learn that. But feel it for yourself and try it in your own body. Once you do it, you feel that your pelvis feels a little bit more straight. And another thing, if you lie down flat on your back, 
And this you have to do ever so gingerly and, and, and as daintily as possible. You want to lie down flat on your back and keep everything flat. Your head, your pelvis, your legs, everything. And put your feet, you flex your feet. And what you want to do is you want to move your pelvis up left and right by you know bringing it up to your shoulder and then dropping it and then bringing the other side up to your shoulder and dropping it what you're doing is you want to tighten and release your ql muscle and the muscles that are overworking to keep your pelvis in position that shouldn't be working so if your pelvis is in but it starts to feel a little tight and you start to feel a little wonky, maybe this will work for you where you just lie down flat on your back. And what you want to do is like push and think about pushing from your heel down. So you're just, you're lying flat and all you're going to do is just push your foot away and pull your left leg up as your right foot goes down just a little bit while you feel your left hip rise up to your shoulder and you're lying down flat on your back and then you switch push your left foot towards you know you're lying down flat so whatever is ahead of you while you bring your right leg up and what you're doing is you just do that back and forth and what you're doing is you're aligning your pelvis and you're helping it from going into a flare that's all you're doing. Those little bitty rocking exercises. That's all you're doing. And I'm doing it right now. You're barely moving. And you're keeping your pelvis from getting all wonky. Now that's for me. I don't know if it'll work for everybody. But it's something that I learned. And like I said, anything that I learn, I'll share with you. But... I know that most of you, when I, when I talk with you, it's, you know, your pelvis. Your pelvis is generally out of whack, and that's where it's causing you a lot of discomfort and a lot of pain. So if you can keep your pelvis from going inwards, that's a big plus. And that's why I put my neck collar on last night was because I could tell that I was pulling forward. I, I could tell that I was dunking, you know, that little duck that they have that has like a little oil in the bottom of, it's like a round glass ball and it leans forward and then bounces right back up. It's one of those bouncing ducks. It's that little head, it bends all the way down, goes forward and comes all the way back up. I don't know what they call, but it's just this little, little duck thing and it just goes forward and then bounces back up that's what my body feels like my my head feels like it's pulling forward and i had to stop it and the only way i could stop it was to put on my neck collar because trying to do those turtle exercises kind of put me into a flare so i can't have that so i put on the neck collar and then once I was relaxed after PT, and once I learned how to do the turtle sitting down, now what I do is I just sit down on a chair, put a ball between my legs. 
I squeeze first. I get that into position. I concentrate more on the left pushing in for the simple reason that my left side's my weaker side, and I push in while I put my arms in front of me, and I inhale, and when I exhale, I tuck my chin in a little bit, and then I reach forward with my hands while I let the air out, and I arch my back like a turtle, like I got a turtle shell on my back. And I do that twice, and then relax. That's a lot better for my neck than those standing exercises. But you have to know your body well enough to know what's happening. So if you feel your body starting to give out and you're going forward, put on your neck collar. If you feel like your hips are going to a flare, try those little exercises and see if that can help you. I don't know, but I'm just sharing just in case. And I just share today because I never want you to feel so embarrassed that you don't feel like you could ever show your head again. After what I shared today, just let it go off your back and know that it could be worse, that it happens to everybody, and that you are going to win and make it a good day. I did my three things. I have a lot more things to do, and I'll get to it. But I don't accept change well, nor does my body. So with that in mind, I will proceed with caution. I thank you so much for sharing your time with me today. I hope you are having a lovely day. Your pain is manageable and you are able to maybe take a few of these things and maybe they can help you as well. Don't hesitate to use the brace if you need it. Thank you so much for being here. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.